Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Aaron, and Ricky, who are all following the WW formerly Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Candice part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. Just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. This week, me and Ricky are holding down the fort while Aaron is recovering. We're discussing preparation versus execution and our thinking as we're preparing for a new year. Are you ready? Let's talk. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Ricky. And I'm Candice. Well, we are short Erin today. We are definitely missing her. She is getting some rest, taking care of some things. Um, but we look forward to seeing her the next time. Um, how are you doing, Candice? Oh my gosh, I got sick this week. I am telling you, I know that there's, and I know Erin's been under the weather as well. Yeah. There's something going around. Ricky, last month, I think you yeah. had like a sinusy. Yes, it sinus. was a two week long thing. <laughs> I feel like I was so proud that I got through all this travel that I've been doing recently and mm-hmm. like was not sick. It's not COVID. I know that's Good. always the big thing. Was it COVID? No, it wasn't COVID, but I had the whole like nasal congestion and running it. Yeah, I still don't sound fully like as, but trust me, leaps and bounds from where I was like a few days ago. So little coughs, but I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, I can breathe again. I was telling Ricky that the challenge for me or the benefit, I don't like to be sick, but mm-hmm. I do like that when I'm sick, if I lose my t- sense of smell, uh-huh. I can't taste things. Uh-huh. And if I can't taste things, what's the point of eating? I know that sounds like <laughs> food. Uh-huh. You can't taste it. So all I do is eat vegetables. <laughs> That's and, then, and I lost five pounds. So it sounds like we all need a little of that. Not that we should be sharing our germs, but you know, we're, you know, we're, we're a little cold, you know. You and I were just quoting the devil was brought in. I'm probably horribly misquoting it, but it's Emily's character who's like, I'm just one stomach flu away from my goal. <laughs> that's how I felt. I told my husband, David, I was like, he was like, you know, do you want to make dinner? I was like, what's the point? You know, 
what's the point of eating? Let's feed the child. Who cares? Because he's sick too. So we basically just made soup. I made a really good kale soup, which that was fan- really I, I think cool. it was fantastic because okay. I couldn't taste it. But it was chock full of veggies and garlic and onion. Amazing. So my whole week has been spent recuperating and yeah. So glad you're on the mend and feeling better. Definitely. You know, what was hard though, was doing a step bet because, you know, we're in the step bet, our Mm -hmm. holiday hustle. And you always see posts from people who are like, I'm sick, but I'm pushing through. And Mm -hmm. I'm not the one who usually uses the the rest day Mm -hmm. early, but I did. Mm. That's when I was starting to come down with the stuff. Yeah. Now I've been hustling to make sure that I don't lose because I don't lose step bets. I don't lose step bets. And that's tricky because I mean, I guess you could shift and make Sunday always be your rest day, but it's kind of like you're starting the next week with the rest yeah. day and it, it just gets you off. You know, And I do recall somebody asking us and begging us to not make the step bet run from like Sunday to Saturday, but okay. some things are just more procedural. It's not like, yeah, we don't. but I'm telling you, it's uh, it's, <laughs> It's been tough this week, yeah. but how was your week, Ricky? You weren't sick. So how did you do? <laughs> yeah, I I was busy and I feel like this time of year, I just, it's plans that I'm looking forward to, plans that I'm excited for, but you know, I went to a movie last night and uh, that was after a long day of work and it started at seven. So I didn't get home until like nine thirty ten, 10 and I couldn't decompress and I had to, you know, kind of make myself go to bed as quickly as possible. So I feel like with this time of year, it's, you know, it's enjoyable because of all the events, but there's, it's hard to find time to rest. Yeah. And rest is so key (laughs) because especially if you're going, because I feel like with all the stuff going around Mm -hmm. and the, the hustle and bustle, that's like a recipe for, Mm -hmm illness if you don't take that time. But did you enjoy the movie at least? I loved it. I highly recommend um, if you're into musicals, the musical Waitress, which I did get a chance to see in person with Sarah Bareilles, um, was recorded. Um, So they have it in the theaters where you can watch the recording. And it was beautifully done. So anyone who wants to see that. I'm not going to hurt Ricky's feelings and tell her that I've never seen or heard of what she, because she was telling me about it. And I was like, I, I don't even know what that is. Well, that means you and I are going to the movies. Well, we'll have to invite Aaron and go see it together. I just did that to try to get an invite. So my <laughs> husband certainly it. will not come with me to see it. He's like musical. I'm out. <laughs> Because he hated Les Mis, which we both loved. And he was like, all they do is sing. Every they single cry. Line. They sing and cry. They sing and cry. <laughs> this is the worst torture. Okay. Like, it's so beautiful. That's I not where it. you start with musicals. That's not where you, you don't start with Les Mis. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, but you had some people to shout out, right? Yes. You know, we have such an active community on our Facebook page. You can just search Real WW Talk. We have, what, 7.8 thousand people in there. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. And I love hearing from our guys. We have some mm-hmm. some males who uh, regularly comment. But this one really got me. Last week, Ricky and I were talking. And Jerry Miller said, catching up on the po- last podcast, I have another comment from The Man Zone. I really enjoyed this episode. I had some takeaways, including using so what as an attitude and not letting a slip become a slide. I also agree with the philosophy that perfection is not attainable. 
at least not for me. And I'm okay with that. Thank you for the much needed Weight Watchers pep talk. (laughs) I just kind of, you know, because we, it is a community that tends to be more woman focused or have a lot of feedback from women, but we have men who are on this journey and it's always great to have them kind of chime in and tell us their thoughts. So it's great to get that male perspective because, you know, they are a big part of the community and have great words of wisdom too. Yeah. And so Jerry, thank you so much for your feedback. And I also wanted to shout out Nola Dacus who said, I'm so proud of me today. I'm proud of the way I'm feeling. I'm proud of all the times I've said no to myself today. I'm proud of my water intake so far. I'm just proud of me. I've been in a slump and it feels so good. Wow. I love that. You know, we sometimes, I think, don't take that time to acknowledge the effort that we're Mm -hmm. putting into the little things that Mm -hmm. are really big things. And for her to shout that out. And she got a lot of really good feedback from people saying, well, I'm proud of you too. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of community to me is for things that people who are in their regular life and don't aren't in this Weight Watchers world, they may not understand why Mm -hmm. things like that are exciting. But (laughs) But, yeah, I love that. Nola, thank you for sharing that. And I, I feel like so many people have been raised to not boast or not, you know, but I don't think that's boasting. And I think we confuse that sometimes. And I think I I challenge everyone to just shout out something that you're proud of with yourself because we don't do that often enough. And I know that Weight Watchers, for those who are in the Weight Watchers community, because I know some of you are not, but they sent out this email saying they're getting rid of like the charms unless you go to meetings. And I know that there's some people who don't have a meeting that nearby that's that they can go to. Right. But you can always count on your real WW Talk sisters to give you some virtual Bravo stars. Yeah. I was hurt when the Bravo stars left. So <laughs> Nola, everyone else who's doing well, you get a round of applause and a virtual Bravo star. Yes. That hurt my heart you. that they were taking away the charms. Because I'm all about like the little things. Right. It'd be one thing if they were really trying to get people into the center and they were if they kept the centers. But yeah. the thing is, like you said, like their centers are few and far between now. So if yeah. you don't have access, how are you supposed to get these charms? Like I understand business decisions, but you know, I think just because I'm one of those who's motivated by the little things, yes. like I just, so, you know, there's plenty of things that you can find. That's what I was looking at. Cause Ricky's probably the queen of finding like little charm bracelets and things. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Etsy or mm-hmm. other places to kind of replace it. But We'll have to get it creative. And I'm sure they're going to try to come out with something else that we'll need because people need their motivation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So that brings us to our topic today. So it is close. I mean, we're in the thick of the holiday season and we are getting very close to a new year, which is always exciting, just new beginnings. But you and I were kind of chatting before about all the things we do to prepare for that new season. And one of the things we were talking about was our planners and our journals and our, you know, all those things that we're like saying we're going to commit to fulfilling and, and filling up (laughs) in the new year, but I don't know. So, so what are some ways that you like to, to get ready for the new year? Well, as you know, I'm on, I'm supposed to be on a journal fast um, with buying new journals, but you know what? 
This is real WW talk. I'm about to out myself. I told Ronnie I wasn't going to do this. Okay. Uh-oh. Are you sure? Can you see this? For those who are watching or listening to the podcast, I'm holding up a journal I just bought that said, you are worthy of new beginnings. Yeah, it's it's just the cutest journal. Okay. And my husband hopefully is not listening because I'm not supposed to buy them. <laughs> or my therapist. I haven't written in it. I just wanted, it's just so pretty. But mm-hmm. something about it, again, the blank page, right? Mm -hmm. Planner. Everybody Mm -hmm. needs to get a planner. That's what you were saying, Ricky, for the new Mm -hmm. year. And I love the process of planning out the year. And this is around the time where I feel we have a few weeks left in 2023. So either Mm -hmm. some people have been like, this year's over. I don't care anymore. Let me go full on into thinking about all the great things that are coming for 2024. And some of us who are trying to like still plug along, Mm -hmm. but I tend to like to use this time maybe for both. Like I'm still plugging along, but I'm trying to think about, and I've always loved planning out for the next year, Mm -hmm. like putting on all the, uh, you know, the, the things that I think I'm going to have to do on my calendar mm-hmm. or what goals I have for each month. The harder part for me is the execution because yeah. I can plan forever and I get excited about the newness of things, mm-hmm. but that can wear off pretty, pretty quickly. Okay. So I was thinking about planning versus execution Yes, and how the world capitalizes on our obsession with brand new shiny things, like mm-hmm. a brand new shiny year and the thing that goes into that. It's so interesting because um, I think that's a marketing thing and, and they they know us so well. They know us better than we know ourselves. And I think there's something about seeing a new, whether it's a new exercise bike or a new video that you're going to start watching that you have to pay for or a new planner it's like a promise. Like it's like a a new promise of like, I may have not filled out this journal completely last year. I may have not used my planner starting in March last year, but this year it's going to be different because I have this plan. This one, this one is special. This is going to change it all. And I think we do that with, with our weight too, with, with things related to our weight where it's like, well, the app just updated. My app finally updated. Well, this looks new. This is going to be easier to use. And the, I mean, there's all kinds of promises we tell ourselves, but like you said, the execution, like the newness wears off. Yeah. And with the, the planner example, I think sometimes like, let's say I put in by June, 2024, I want to be at this weight. Well, what happens when June, 2024 comes and I'm not at that weight. But what if I still lost 15 pounds? You yeah. know, am I focused on what I wrote? Yeah. Or what my previous intentions are? Or am I, am I focused on the progress that I did make? I think it kind of goes back into our discussion last week, which was it's great until there's that mm-hmm. error. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to, you know, or that imperfect thing. You have to cross out the appointment because it had to be rescheduled. So mm-hmm. the journal, no, the planner is no longer perfect. It's not mm-hmm. pretty. Mm-hmm. Or I was supposed to lose five pounds because that was the goal that I wrote in and I only lost three. Mm-hmm. So therefore my goal for January is done. Forget the whole planner. Which is forget the whole year. Just forget the whole year, which is always one of my favorite jokes that people tell. They're like, you know, it's January 5th, you know, and today I ate a bagel, 
bring on 2025. Like, you know, just go ahead and the year. But I think that that is something that, you know, we have to really, we might have minimized by joking about it, but mm-hmm. you and I both really do have like endless amount of planners and we have the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. I think we have to, I'm challenging myself mm-hmm. to push past, like I told you what my therapist said, to push past those broken moments or those mm-hmm. rescheduled plans or that month where I didn't hit that goal and to be able to put a bracket and say, again, so what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. Let me add a different color or something to signify a change, but I'm not going to throw away the rest of the year because right. the execution is not going to be perfect, but that's yeah. where the change happens. Yeah. And that's what I want to embrace for 2024 because I have a lot of different goals that I want to hit and not just weight goals, professional goals. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Candace world because mm-hmm. my therapist was reminding me of all the different hats that I wear. She's like, yeah. right, mom, you got all these different things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's going to require consistency mm-hmm. and execution. Yeah. That's just it. And it's not about our, or really consistent execution, not perfection. Mm-hmm. And planning allows you to feel like it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why I get stuck in planning. Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, but it's still, like you said, it's still exciting. That's why Staples and all those places, Office Depot, I don't know whatever, <laughs> where, what your stores are near you, but oh, those are some of the best stores because it's yeah. Like, Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. They they have this this flashiness of newness, and I think you're onto something with the perfection piece. Is I think if we go into the year with whatever the goal is, with whatever the thing is, whether it's a planner or a weight loss goal for the year, knowing I have expectations of myself and I want to hold myself to standards. That's one thing. Yeah, but I'm also not going to hold myself to standards that are so strict that they are in the perfectionist range. And that if I don't meet them, I'm sabotaging myself or I'm giving up for the rest of the year. Could we even make a goal? It's almost like reverse goal setting. Like (laughs) I am making a goal to intentionally mess up or to Mm -hmm. have some slip ups Mm -hmm. in the month. Mm -hmm. I was wondering about that because as you know, I love a new month, which means I love a new year, Uh which means I love everything new. Mm -hmm. But I've always loved people who start their weight loss journeys on like a random eighth of the month. What's mm-hmm. the name? You know, like the eighth of the month at 1121 PM for no reason. Right. After they had a really big breakfast and they waited in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that would not be a time that anybody would expect you to des- decide to change your mm-hmm. life or to yeah. do something big. Mm-hmm. Why do we push against that? Why is that something that I think that's why we also don't want to start at the end of the year? Right. 
we're trying to give ourselves an excuse. Do you feel it's that too? Like trying to give yeah. yourself an excuse to just keep doing whatever the behavior is and then Absolutely. you'll be good at the beginning I'm, of the year? I think because we're not ready. We're not ready to for the commitment or for the level of un, maybe unrealistic commitment that we think we need. Like if we're thinking we need to be perfect, of yeah. course we don't want to start a quote unquote diet or we don't want to start Weight Watchers because we're thinking that it's going to involve, okay, well, I'm going to get my juicer out and, you know, I'm not going to eat anything solid until this time. And I'm only going to eat, you know, turkey, bacon for lunch. You know, like (laughs) if we have the, of course you're not going to want to start, but I think. Why do we always make it nasty? Like, it's (laughs) always like, I'm going to have my juiced collards, you know, like what? Yeah. I think that's what we think of when, when we were, even though our, we have been doing this for so long. Awesome. And, but I think even we get, get caught in this, like I'm starting again tomorrow. And that starting again means I'm going to be perfect tomorrow. Yeah. And it doesn't. And I think that's why we put it off for tomorrow. Cause what we've been putting it off for tomorrow, if it wasn't just a lifestyle. Right. Like right. If it's as easy as it's a lifestyle and this is something I can do every day. Why am I starting again tomorrow? <laughs> and if you look at influencers who really haven't made something their lifestyle, like mm-hmm. their goal, their goal, they're moving along. We, I always, we always, it's easy to pick on Syed because we've mm-hmm. talked about him so much, but there's never, ever this feeling of perfection. It's mm-hmm. always this feeling of no matter what he eats, he's going to do this thing. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the gym still. He's not going to. And that's something that we consistently always kind of don't do. Mm -hmm. It's uh, okay. I messed up. Wait till next week. Mm -hmm. Let me add more insult to injury, all the things. Mm -hmm. And if you can, I feel like there's an addiction to that. There's Mm -hmm. an addiction to the fresh start. And Obviously, it's not just us because it happens throughout the entire culture. That's why mm-hmm. the big joke is about the new year. Yeah. But it doesn't have to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love saying on this journal, which is completely the opposite, but it says you are worthy of a new beginning, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it requires perfection. Right. Right. And I'm wondering what it what do you feel when you thought about Ricky this time last year? Mm-hmm. You were so excited for 2023 mm-hmm. and all the promises you were making to yourself internally when you had bought the journal. Cause I know you and I both have already bought our planners for next year. Of course year. we have. We already we have. have. <laughs> we have different versions. We got like the activity one and we mm-hmm. got the one for school mm-hmm. and one that's for work. What do you feel do you feel similarly or do you, can you recall what you were thinking this time mm-hmm. last year? And can you think of maybe one thing I'm putting you on the spot that you might have to do differently this year to mm-hmm. like, when did you start to get tripped up last year? That's a good question. I mean, I think the holidays are, are always challenging because it is the end of the year and there is this feeling of, well, this is the time of year where I get to enjoy hot chocolate and I have hot chocolate on a regular basis. And this is the time of year where all the peppermint things are out. And I like that, or the, the fancy cups are at Starbucks. So I like, you know, getting a fancy Christmas cup because they're going to be gone in January. So I think that's probably what tripped me up, not just last year, but every holiday season, the 
uniqueness of the season and the, the knowledge that it's passing, the knowledge that like it is only going to last until January 1st and then it's just back to boring, you know, like, FOMO, like fear right. Like uh-huh. So I think my mindset historically has been, and even I'm not going to say it's different this year. Um, I think there's a, a few little differences, but it historically has been, um, you know, let's just get to the new year. Let's do our best. You know, I do try to do my, what, what I think is my best during the holiday season, which includes tracking. And I've been trying to do that a little bit more, but I still wouldn't say I've kept my tracking streak the way I would have liked to. Um, But, you know, it's just a matter of trying to track and trying to do my best, which um, includes tracking. And, you know, again, I think we've said this in other episodes this season, but, you know, trying to prioritize having the things that are maybe significant for the season and, maybe saying no to other things that are just there. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about mine is similar to you. Like I do have a fear of missing out on some things, but when I think about how it translates into going into the new year, I'm that one who, when the ball drops, right? Mm -hmm. 1201, I have my, my planner already filled out for January. I've already pre-scheduled the Peloton workout. That's like the new year's day workout. (laughs) And I have my breakfast stuff ready because I'm going to start off with a multi-grain tortilla and one egg and this. (laughs) And I'm like, this is my year, right? And Mm -hmm. I go through and I go and I go and I have a good breakfast and a good lunch. Mm -hmm. And then somebody invites me to dinner Mm-hmm. on New Year's Day for whatever reason. And I might have a piece of bread mm-hmm. that I didn't plan for, not because bread's bad, but I'm just, as an example, something I didn't plan for. Yeah. And the day isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. The day isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. And I am completely afraid of the fact that there is no perfection. Like yeah. I started off the first of the year with no perfection. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how to recover because mentally I hit a block of, I had all these plans and I'm over points on the first day of the year. Let me go ahead now and wait until Saturday. And it becomes then if, cause if the first of the month is the first of the month isn't on a Saturday, well, I'm going to mm-hmm. wait till the next weigh in day. And that becomes my tr- thing for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. It is. And I think when you, we were talking about, you know, Seema Sasani and, and all the things that she's been saying lately about apologizing for, you know, kind of taking away the weight portion of Weight Watchers and just focusing on mindfulness. Um, but and I don't think that was a, a f- complete mistake yeah. because I think when we're more focused on the behaviors mm-hmm. and why we're doing it, our why, but not only our why, but like, what makes us healthy and and being healthy in other ways, other than the weight, the scale, like not wanting to be perfect or going into the first day of the new year and saying, I'm going to focus on the behavior of tracking instead of, I want to focus on, I have to lose three pounds this week. Yeah. There is something to that. And I think, you know, I'm sure there's a reason and data that she's and her team have collected to say that they've made mistakes. Yeah. I'm sure there are, but at the same time, I think some of us are in this mindset because we've been so focused on 
not only what we want, what where we want to be weight wise, but the fact that we haven't gotten there in the time that we want to get there. So there's, I think there's something to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that we also have to be able to have those adult, it's hard, but it does require, because there's only so many tools that people can throw at you, right? They can have the perfect tracker and the perfect bike and the perfect thing. But this journey is made up of minute by minute decisions, like Mm -hmm. little things. And it's that voice that you're telling yourself in your ear at that Mm -hmm. time that says, I did this. Okay. Like mm-hmm. this is not something it's, it's having to be able to tell yourself that what you're thinking is not accurate mm-hmm. and choosing to do something new. Yeah. And I don't know that we're willing to let go of our own smartness. And I think that's especially difficult for, for those of us who have done it for a while, because we think we know everything and the voice that says that the way that we're doing it is so loud. Mm. that though, you know, I learned this when I worked in veterans court, I think I told you the Mm. veterans who did best were the ones who were not, not, not very smart, but the ones who came in very open mind, very like, I don't know anything about how to like recover. Mm. I've never tried. This was my first relapse and I just don't know how they were so guidable Mm. and so willing to accept that they needed to transform their mind. Mm -hmm. The rookies were just so too smart for their own good. Mm-hmm. And I think that begs the question, how do we get rid of the knowledge we've learned? How do, you how do we? Of- <sighs> but I think the answer is not as hard as we think. I think it's hard to do, but yeah. I think the answer is not as hard. It's It's pride. It's all about like, I need to humble myself. I need to listen. And because I, my challenge has been, I have been doing the virtual meetings, but I haven't been to a virtual meeting in quite a while. And I think sometimes I get, it's easy to get distracted in a virtual meeting because I'm at home. So I might be cooking breakfast while I'm listening. And then I get distracted and I'm like, oh, I haven't been listening. So I think that's a way that I personally want to humble myself and to say, there's something I can get out of this meeting. I need to stop multitasking when I'm doing it. I need to sit. I need to turn my camera on and I need to participate. Yeah. And I think that's a way of going back to like, if I was at an initial meeting, I know that that was in the stone ages and you know, it was uh, in person. (laughs) Yeah. So now I'm at the virtual ones, but even regardless of the type of meeting, I can participate like a new person would. And like you said, so when it comes to execution, Mm -hmm. especially for us who are kind of been in this for a while, Mm -hmm. humbling ourselves to understand that because you and I, we've done it. They're talking about fruits and veggies again. I already know half a (laughs) cup is this. No, Mm -hmm. they're talking about fruits and veggies. I'm going to listen, see if I learn something new. Somebody Mm -hmm. may say something that's this or yeah, this happened. Um, I know what my normal pattern is. I'm mm-hmm. going to share mm-hmm. with my accountability partner how I'm feeling because that's not something I normally do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I think that's where when we're talking about executing versus planning, yes. the execution needs to be in new ways. Yes, and it's okay to say I've executed in the past, but have you executed this way? Yes, and recently, because it's like you said with the fruits and vegetables. 
yeah, I may not learn anything new or maybe I will, but let's say I don't learn anything new from listening. Yeah. Have I actually eaten a piece yeah. of fruit in the, yeah. or a vegetable? Have I, have I done that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we love about our lifetimers. And I'm mm-hmm. sure we have so many in our group and in our in-person meetings. I always love it. every single week they come mm-hmm. and they contribute to the conversation mm-hmm. and they'll say, you know, this week I need to focus on this. And you're like, why would you need to focus on anything your lifetime? But the acceptance that this is for life mm-hmm. and that I can always learn and adapt and do something new. Yeah. I think that's that's a big thing. And I've yeah. loved this discussion. I know. It's, it's this so is so, so good. I think we're prepared for the new year. It's another day at the same time. And we're just going to keep moving forward with our goals and be realistic with our expectations of ourselves. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Candice, for such a great conversation. Uh, we look forward to chatting with Erin next time, hopefully. Um, better. But, yes. We, we wish her all the best and pray that she feels better. Um, but thank you to our community. We just, um, we love the conversations that build in our community, um, whether it's on Facebook or our comments on Instagram. So if you would like to join us, we would love to have you check us out. We're at Real WW Talk on Facebook. We also are on YouTube. Um, we have Instagram as well, also Real WW Talk. And um, we are trying to increase our presence on Connect. So definitely search for us there. Um, you can also listen to the podcast wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Um, so that is it for us today. Uh, we wish you a wonderful holiday season and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye.